Welcome to Movie House, a weekly production of Delta College Public Radio. I'm your host, Mark Brown. It's often said that Martin Scorsese is one of America's greatest living filmmakers. With a reputation like that, it's easy to make his latest feature, Killers of the Flower Moon, all about him. But with this particular film, it's important to discuss other things as well. First, yes, Killers of the Flower Moon is a good film. Despite its three-and-a-half-hour runtime, it moves quickly, and there's little fat on the story. Scorsese's camera moves in smart, intuitive ways that forward the story without distracting with a bunch of flash. He frames the land in ways that show its vast openness without falling into picture-postcard cliché. Leonardo DiCaprio is excellent as Ernest Burkhart, a dim, shady, easily manipulated man with his lower jaw and lips stuck out and a perpetual knot between his eyes as he tries to figure out what he's supposed to do. Robert De Niro again demonstrates that even now he's a truly great actor, playing Ernest's uncle, William K. Hale, the so-called king of the Osage Hills. Lily Gladstone as Molly Burkhart is a force of nature and will undoubtedly be nominated for all the awards this season. All the elements you would expect to be good in a Martin Scorsese film are indeed good. But it's important to discuss what the film is about more than just the very successful, wealthy, white men who made it. The story is a true one. Members of the Osage Nation were moved from their native lands to rocky, unproductive country in Oklahoma that nobody wanted because it was essentially unfarmable. The Osage were basically sent there to starve. However, the joke was on the government when it turned out to be some of the most oil-rich land in the United States, which led the Osage to becoming, per capita, the richest people in the world in the early 20th century. They owned the mineral rights, and anyone who wanted to pump oil from their territory had to pay handsomely. So, rather than respect their good fortune and autonomy, a host of forces from the federal government to the banks to greedy, ruthless individuals began a campaign of getting those mineral rights back by any means necessary. If an Osage had a white husband, for example, and all other potential inheritors were dead, the mineral rights fell back into what many considered were the quote-unquote right hands. In the early 1920s, more than two dozen men, women, and children were shot, poisoned, thrown from a train, or blown up, including all three sisters of Molly Burkhart, the main character of Killers of the Flower Moon. People being murdered for money is not a new American story, but this story happened just a hundred years ago, and until David Grant's nonfiction book came along, most people had no idea. Indigenous people in America have been marginalized, neglected, lied to, abused, stereotyped, lampooned, and murdered for centuries. It's good that this story is finally being told in a big way, but it raises the question of why does it take people like Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio to get it told? Why are there no names of influential indigenous filmmakers coming to mind who could have made this movie? Watching Killers of the Flower Moon is a good start, but then seek out the work of filmmakers like Sterling Harjo, Jeff Barnaby, Jane Myers, Sidney Freeland, and Lyle Mitchell Corbine Jr., the more box office and streaming numbers we give to First Nation filmmakers, the more films they'll be able to make, and the more likely it is that we will get authentic Native stories less filtered through the sad, tired lens of Hollywood's inherent white supremacy that's been in place since the dawn of film. Killers of the Flower Moon is compelling and well-made, but maybe the best thing about it are the films that will hopefully come because of it. 
Movie House is a production of Delta College. I'm Mark Brown of Delta's Arts and Letters Division. Tune in next week for another new review. You can find past episodes of Movie House at deltapublicmedia.org and wherever you get your podcasts.